Welcome to Sex, Travel, Sports, Food with your host, Cousin Cornbread, on ANDS Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio, because we stream it live direct to your earphones, car speakers, sound bar on your Wi-Fi, hotspot, shared data plans, whatever else you got popping off, and we about to get right into it. And on this episode, we will be discussing Side Chicks Day, Cardi B, Slut Shaman, Virgins, the Black Panther movie, Wakandan tourism, visiting South Africa and drinking good wine, the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles, the NBA All-Star Dunk Contest, Bubba Wallace in NASCAR, being the first black man to post up in Daytona in years, and how to eat an awesome steak. So if any of that appeals to you, please hang out, take a listen, tell a friend, you can listen to this on your way to work, while you bluffing on the treadmill at the gym, or whatever, man, the joint is under 40 minutes, you can get in, get out, and keep going on with your life. I appreciate y'all, man, let's go. Hey, man, let's get right into it. Episode two, sex, travel, sports, food, man. And uh, I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about my girl Cardi B real quick because all over Valentine's Day and the day after, there was a lot of people going in about, you know, February 14th or 15th is Side Chick Day, National Side Chick Day. And then somehow, you know, you follow the internet trolls long enough and we got all the way to somehow talking about how Cardi B and, um, you know, how she accepted Offset or Onset or whoever the fuck she dating, however she accepted his side chicks or him cheating and infidelity and blah, blah, blah. And then my girl came out, you know, I guess she had responded to the lady or whoever posted this stuff and said, you know, I chose to do that. That's what I want to do in my life. And so that just got me on the issue of slut shaming and, and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because people were going in about how dudes are able to, you know, basically be little hoes and sluts and ain't a problem and had these side chicks and women accepted and blah, blah, blah. But if it was a, if it, the roles were reversed, then she would be getting called a slut and blah, blah, blah. Then people start jumping on her back like, hey, well, she is a slut because she was a stripper and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was just going on and on. You know how the internet go. But I want to just get into that because I think that it is a double standard and I think that it's a silly ass double standard, right? Like I've always been a proponent of everybody getting it in whenever they can. I always, anybody that knows me will tell you I am mad that I don't have the powers that the women possess. You know what I'm saying? Because they control everything. And luckily for men, People have society makes it so crazy and weird for women to be free sexually and to do whatever they want to do with their life and control the joint, control, control the world with the pussy. That's why, you know, people are able to, you know, keep their hold around stuff because dudes know that women control whatever they want because they got the pussy. That's all it comes down to. We've all heard the saying that, uh, you know, wars have been started over pussy and that's real life you know people every time you see some kind of crazy fight at the club 
any kind of some wars in real life have been started over it, but it's always something going on be in the pursuit of pussy. You know what I'm saying? So I think that people just need to stop with the double standard and who cares? Let people do whatever they want, man. You know, they, this whole the 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 slut shaming shit is just for the birds, it's outdated. It's 2018. Motherfuckers ain't claiming nothing out here. You don't need to claim being no goody two shoes virgin or any of that silly shit that don't really matter. Right? Personally, I never wanted to be with a goody two shoes virgin or any of that silly shit because that would mean she inexperienced. You understand me? I don't feel like training. I'm too old. I just had a birthday. I'm old, man. I'm I, I, I'm over 35. I'm going to start saying that because I ain't really revealing my age no more. But whole point is, man, ain't nobody got time for all that. Y'all leave these people alone. Let them live their life and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? You see it all the time on places like Tinder and online dating. It's always a disclaimer for the women. You know what I'm saying? You'll read it and they always talking about, oh, I'm new to this. Oh, this is my first time. Or... Some kind of other crazy disclaimer where they want to make it seem like they're not they're they're not that type of girl for whatever whatever the hell that kind of means you know what I'm saying all the all of the stigma that comes with you know online dating and Netflix and chill and all that shit you read all these chicks profiles man everything on it is basically telling you or trying to tell you that they're not quote unquote that type of girl. Oh, I'm not here the fuck on the first night. I'm no I, this ain't here for no strings attached then. All that shit. And they might be. If they want to do that, let them do that. Who cares? Right? Who gives a shit? Like let them do that. If they just want the dick, let them get the dick and keep it moving. Everybody don't gotta fall in love. And a lot of women don't want to be falling in love. But they feel the need to tell people that because they'll get shamed otherwise. You know what I'm saying? I think it is it's silly that every they they they've been coached uh and beat down so much to think that oh I I might I I must be a bad woman or not a good girl or whatever the hell whatever negative thing they think because they just might want the dick that day. They don't want to fall in love with this scrub dude or whoever it is, whoever the dude. He don't even gotta be a scrub. Matter of fact, whoever they don't want to fall in love. They don't want long term. They just want the dick right now. Ain't no big deal. And it shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? So y'all need to y'all need to stop that shit out there, man. Everybody get get their life together, live how they gonna live, and stop that double standard, man. And I used to see it in the clubs when I worked, when I used to promote, you know what I'm saying? I used to promote clubs back in the day here in DC. And, you know, I know a lot of women. I know a lot of dudes too. I know a lot of women, they would come through to my parties and all this. You know, and I'd be like, you know, I'm always talking shit. So I was like, hey, you know, make sure y'all, you know, get all the numbers you can. You know, rag them up in this today's terms. Rake it up. You know what I'm saying? Get it out there. Get it, you know, whatever. Have a good time. Live your life. You know what I'm saying? They'd be oh, nah. Nah, cornbread. I, you know, I don't meet these dudes out here in these clubs. I don't do this in these clubs. Ain't nothing in these streets. Ain't nothing in these clubs. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but wait, 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 wait. That don't even make no sense. Your ass in the club. <laughs> right? So if everybody who in the club ain't shit in this very moment, you ain't shit either. Right? 
Right? Like, I don't understand how, like, where people come up with that shit. But they feel, people feel like they have to say stuff like that to, to, to fight the later shit, which would be, oh, you met some dude in the club, went home with him, slept with him, whatever y'all did. And now you, you should feel ashamed of that. You should feel bad of that. You got the slut walk. You got all this other shit that you're going to have to do after that. All that baggage that comes with that is kind of why people say stupid ass shit like that. Right? I always thought it was the dumbest thing. Oh, I don't meet people in the club, even though you standing here in the goddamn club. You done waited outside for two hours to get in this club, but now you don't meet nobody in the club? So what you here for? <laughs> you done got dressed up, put on your little shoes, some, or borrowed your girl's shoes, or got your little dress, got on your makeup, put your earrings on, all this stuff, came all the way down here, paid for parking, might have paid to get in. All this drama you went through, and you ain't here to meet nobody, or you ain't here to interact with nobody. You here for what? Because everybody here is dumb and stupid or trash. So you trash too. <laughs> Whoever thinking like you think you trash too. Right? So y'all stop that shit, man. Whole time. PSA from Cousin Cornbread. Get out there, live your life. Stop slut shaming. And y'all keep it moving, man. Don't do that shit. It's just dumb. And let people do whatever they want to do with their life. Shout out to Cardi B for just living her life, man. I ain't know nothing about it before that uh, Bodak Yellow joint came out whole time. I'll tell you the truth. I never, I had never heard of it before in my life. So that Bodak Yellow came out, though, and it's lit. Turns out, you know, she had been around for a little while making a little bit of music. And uh, I guess she was a reality star and stripper and whatever, you know, the whole today's rise to the top is similar to, to how Cardi B came up. And that's what's popping. And that's what she should do. And she enjoyed it. And if you listen to what she says, she actually has a lot of insight that I agree with personally. And I'm sure a lot of y'all agree with. Cardi B ain't dumb. Cardi B ain't crazy or whatever. Cardi B cool. I like her. I would be Cardi B's friend. After a lot of us would. So that's why I played that, man. Shout out to my girl Cardi B. She got a whole bunch of joints out too right now. Right? The, the, that Bodak Yellow just the star like this last jump I just played. And she got... Some other jumps that's lit. That jump uh, she got with uh, with Nikki and whoever the boy is from the Migos. That jump lit too. Anyway, so that's enough about Cardi B, man. Y'all stop slut shaming. All y'all ladies out there, make sure you sexually liberated if that's what you want to do with your life. All y'all dudes out there, you stay sexually liberated as well. Don't feel bad. Nobody feel bad about doing shit that they want to do in this world. You only got a short life to live. Get it. And as much as you mother stepping can. You hear me? But anyway, man. Look, y'all know it's uh Black History Year. This Black History Month that they tried to give us now. But y'all know how cornbread go. I'm super pro black. It's Black History Year. But we just had a little uh groundbreaking weekend over the weekend for the release of Black Panther. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit too coming up. In this next segment, man, we're going to talk about how we're going to travel to Wakanda and how we about to hold this shit down. You hear? Wakanda forever. And yeah, I don't know what kind of uh, accent I was trying to do right there, but that shit was terrible. Anyway, I'm going to take a little break right here, man, for about 60 seconds, and we're going to come back and talk about Wakanda and get back on to it. Y'all just hang tight real quick. Hey, man, look. 
The reason that y'all listening to me right now instead of the music that I had planned to play is because I had a cease and desist letter sent to me by Universal Music Group because they didn't want me playing the Black Panther uh, soundtrack song that I had planned originally in this episode for you guys, man. I wanted to let y'all hear that, get y'all some blackness going on. But I think it was too much blackness out here in the world right now for the people. So I had to go ahead and take it down so I don't get the fine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not paying the five, dog. I'm not going to pay it. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Universal Music Group. No disrespect. But I appreciate y'all listening, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, this is the crazy part. The reason I got that investigation music in the background is because this is the part right here that's crazy. My lawyer, we'll call him Euro E, from my class at Northeastern University, NUO3, hit me up right when I posted it and started querying me about whether or not it was okay for me to use the songs. And I said, you know what, dog? I've been doing podcasts and radio for years. I've never had a situation come up like that, especially when we weren't selling anything or advertising anything. And then out the blue, I get this letter. So clearly, Euro E is out here snitching everybody. So y'all watch y'all back, man. We're back to the show. Black Panther was a, you know, tops in the box office this weekend. Clearly, it was lit. Everybody was out there with dashikis on, drum lines in the parking lot. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. I heard somebody had a buffet of uh, multi-ethnic cuisine outside the parking lot selling shit out the food truck. It was a lot going on for this opening weekend of uh, Black Panther, and that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? I, I be I be supporting the black as long as it ain't too extra negative and killing motherfuckers and all that. I don't do that part, but yeah. I'm happy that Black Panther came out, man. It did well. I never really knew anything too much about Black Panther because I was uh, just not in the comics growing up. And especially once I got teenage years, I never I never had time for no comics and all that. But that joint was very entertaining. Very, just like the, the other Marvel comic uh, movies were good too. You know, I saw I first saw him in the Avenger, right? So when I saw it in the Avenger, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Then I saw a black dude come in there. So I was like, oh, shit, yeah, Iron Man and the Hulk and all the other standard white people in the in the comics. But then they had a black dude come. So I was like, oh, shit, who is this black motherfucker that's going to be in the Avenger movie? I didn't know I wasn't ready. So I'm at the Avenger watching the joint, and he come out, and he turned into the, the cat. And so I was pissed initially because I was like, I, how the fuck, out of all the, as soon as they let a black person into the damn movie, they turn this motherfucker into a cat. A cat. Come on now. And I like cats. R.I.P. To, to pimp. My cat. But I was like, man, this motherfucker turned into a cat. Because they didn't, at that point, they hadn't developed the story. In, in Avengers, they didn't tell you the story. And I didn't know the story. So all I saw was the first time I see a black motherfucker in the Marvel comic uh, movie so far. This motherfucker come out scratching motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, how the hell they gonna have the black motherfucker come out just scratching motherfuckers, being a cat? So I'm glad that now I see that there's a more powerful representation uh, represented by the black people. So that's good. <laughs> but all that to say is we need to travel to Wakanda. You know what I'm talking about? I done seen y'all cousins out here selling trips to Wakanda, man. 
I seen the Facebook groups come up. I've been on a couple little email threads, you know, y'all, y'all family and friends out there on, on vacations. You know that multi-level marketing company, right? Y'all out there on vacations selling trips to Wakanda. So y'all need to stop that shit, okay? Ain't no damn Wakanda. Or is it Wakanda? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it ain't there. What is there, though, are some other great countries in Africa, Ghana, Egypt, Cape Verde. Hey, look, if you ain't never heard of Cape Verde, they got some beautiful people in Cape Verde. I ain't never seen an ugly person from Cape Verde, actually. So if y'all get a chance to go to Cape Verde, I would visit there. I'm trying to go there one day. So that's going to be on my next little list. That's going to be on one of, one of my, maybe next year I'll try to go over there. You know, I'm trying to get an Africa trip in every year going forward. Started last year, I was in South Africa. For real, we need to send Killmonger. If you've seen the movie, you know Kill, or you know the comic, you know who Killmonger is. We need to send Killmonger over to South Africa to help liberate the black Africans in South Africa. That zone is still real mm, apartheidish. You know what I'm talking about? They need, they need to, we need to step that up over there because that that zone still is a little un, that's unfair still over there. So I ain't even gonna get into a whole big long drawn out thing about that, but that shit is not is not popping for the blacks over there. And the crazy thing about that joint too, man, is that they got blacks and colors still over there. So they got like a whole nother separation <laughs> style over there between the races. You know what I'm saying? This is a, it's, it's, it was crazy over there. It was weird. It was crazy. I ain't like it. I ain't really like how the, the vibe I was getting from how the black and colored, basically the non-European, non-whites were treated over there, man. You know what I'm saying? Check this out real quick. I'm not going to belabor this issue. I'm not going to go real deep into it. But look, South Africa's famous for its wines, right? So we went on a little wine tour. And this is a real quick little stat for y'all, man, just to show how ridiculously unfair and unbalanced this shit is. 90% of the population of South Africa is black or colored. And the wine industry is about $3 billion a year. Less than 3% of that wine revenue is represented by black wine makers or black wine companies. You know, ain't that's crazy. Less than 3% of $3 billion being generated from South Africa in a 90% population. That's out. That's outrageous. You know what I'm saying? But that's just a, another reason for y'all to travel over there, travel to all these places, check out what's going on so you can have your own idea of what's going on. A lot of people hear about South Africa and be like, yeah, South Africa's lit. They got diamonds. It's a good place to visit. You know, go check all this shit out, but you can still feel that shit. I know I did anyway. Maybe I'm just too extra pro-black or too extra black. I don't know. But I know I felt like, mm, yeah, this is cool. But I don't like the way my people are being treated. And we don't get treated well over here in, in the United States either. But over there, it's even worse. That joint was crazy. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. That wasn't where I was supposed to go with that. I went on a little tangent. But yeah, man, despite all that, I still had a good time down there. We had a good good little experience. I think it was a good intro to Africa trip to make, you know, since it was real, you know, it was real touristy in a lot of places, but it was real metro metropolitan in, in Johannesburg and Cape Town. There's other places around in South Africa that you can visit too, but 
those two were those two to be like the main joints. You know what I'm saying? And at Table Mountain in Cape Town, it's fire. If you go to Cape Town, you gonna go to that Table Mountain, man. That's gonna be one of the best views you'll ever get. I ain't never seen a view like that. That joint was crazy. We was up there. It was in the clouds. It was raining in the clouds. It was crazy, man. I ain't never been in a cloud before. You know what I'm saying? And we was over there drinking Pinot Taz, which is the one of the, the, the wines that South Africa is famous for. So if you in the if you in your little neighborhood liquor store, you see Pinot Taz, grab a bottle, see, taste it, see how you like it. Now all of them ain't lit. All of them ain't lit. But the joint called Spire, S P I E R. If you see that joint, get that joint. That's the joint. That's the one that that I would recommend for you. Uh, so yeah, you know, don't I don't want to discourage nobody from that. And I got some other stories. I got, I got time to tell y'all these stories, man. Got a crazy story about how we, we almost got left in the trap in Cape Town, man. Because the Uber driver said, "Man, we don't drive over there after five o'clock." Shit. I'm glad we didn't get left over there. But anyway, man, overall, it was a good time. Great experience. Like my girl Poi say, you know, you, you travel for experiences sometimes, not always just the vacation. You know, so that's a good way to look at that job, man. But anyway, so look, the moral of the story is this. Next time some Tiki Torch Tom try to tell you, take your ass back to Africa, you're going to be like, hey, you know what, dog? I think I will. Because that shit is lit. Going back to Africa is no longer going to be an insult or a dirty phrase to use. You hear me? Wakanda forever, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, man. So, look. Next, we're going to jump off into these sports, man. I still got some Black Panther to talk about in sports from the NBA All-Star game. We're going to touch on that. A couple little other pro-black things. This month that's popping off in sports too, man. And I'll see y'all in about 60 seconds. Stand by. Hey, once again, this Cousin Cornbread, your host. Just going to walk y'all through this real quick, man. Originally, on the original version of this episode two, right now, and I was playing some Jay-Z for y'all, man. Joint called Already Home by Jay-Z and Kid Cudi. You know, but dudes and some... Uh, some copyright issues. I had to go ahead and take that down. Uh, and even though I get a letter for that, I ain't trying to, I ain't paying the five, dog. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I found out that my lawyer, Euro E, been snitching apparently. And I told the feds I had the little clips on here, man. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm just playing about that. But, yeah, man, if y'all want to go follow me on social media, I'm Cousin Cornbread on everything. Y'all actually don't. Not if you want to. Go follow me on social media on everything. Cousin Cornbread, follow that, like it, hate it, whatever you want to do. Spread the word. If you like the podcast, let me know. I appreciate it. And remember, this next segment would have been following Jay-Z already home. Here you go. Yeah, man. Hey, look, that's my joint right there. And I thought that was a good little song to uh, discuss or to, to play with this whole thing about Black Panther coming out this weekend, man, you know, it was it was kind of a story of somebody coming for the crown. You know what I'm saying? And Jay-Z always is, is apparently that person that's, that's getting challenged for the crown or at least he say he getting challenged for the crown. You know what I'm saying? And people always coming for him. 
in that song, he talking a whole bunch of shit about how he already there. You know, how he already doing what you want to do. That's kind of like how they had it Black Panther. But I ain't going to spoil it for nobody. So if you ain't seen it yet, I'm not going to have no spoilers. But, you know, it, it, it's applicable, you know, with, with, with the two characters in Black in, uh, Black Panther. You know, two main characters in Black Panther for real. You know what I'm saying? Or the two main male characters, put it that way, in Black Panther. So thought that was kind of applicable, man. And it's crazy up in, uh, you know, in, in, in the world of sports. You know, recently with the with the Super Bowl win with Nick Foles winning, might be a, he might be coming for the crown in Philadelphia. He might have something to say about that starting quarterback position, especially if old boy uh, Carson Wentz can't come back from that from that uh, from that injury. Now, it's most likely he's going to come back from the injury, but hey, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if something pop off up there. You know what I'm saying? So that whole coming for the crown i'm already here type vibe i got the crazy thing about the about the eagles too is that now they got they finally got a championship that means everybody in the nfc has won a super bowl in the i'm sorry in the nfc east has won a super bowl so you think they're gonna start giving the nfc some nfc east some some credit now because now we got the super bowl champions uh america's team apparently the dallas cow broads right and who happens to have a member of the Wakandan tribe on their team, because Des Bryant been throwing up that X for for years, as long he been in the league, right? So we he low key was already letting us know he was representing Wakanda. Ain't that crazy? Shout out to Des Bryant, man. Even though he played for the Cow Broads, so you know we gonna we gonna see how this young go, man. We are gonna see how it play out, but that crown might be switching up over there in the NFC East, man. Y'all see uh, Victor, El- oh, Vic- I can't even say the boy's name, Victor Oladipo, take the Black Panther mask, put it on, and then do a regular dunk. I was really irritated by that, for real. He did a double pump, regular dunk. He probably doing practice every day with the Black Panther mask on. I wanted him to have some, some kind of trickery, do a flip, some fire, something, anything verbal. Paint verbate, verbate, what do you call it? Vibranium or something on the side of your shoes or something. Do something else besides just a regular dunk with the Black Panther mask on. Damn. I was I, I had high hopes for that joint, but it ain't work out. But it was cool to see that everybody representing feeling good about, about being black this week this week. <laughs> so so look, another person that feels good about being black this week is, is NASCAR driver Bubba. Wallace, who I've never heard of before, but he's going to be the starting in the Daytona 500 in the seventh position, and he'll be the first black driver to start in the, NAS- in the Daytona 500 since 1969. So it's a big deal for NASCAR. We all know the history associated with that, but it looks like old boy is lit. Uh, he said he wants to be the Tiger Woods of NASCAR. I want to shy him away from that because Tiger Woods have fell the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and Tiger Woods denounced his blackness, and you see where that got him. So, Bubba, keep your blackness, and you ain't going to fall off like Tiger. And uh, it looks like, from what I've researched about Bubba Wallace, is uh, is that he really embraces his blackness and his the notoriety that comes with him being the being like the poster child of the new generation of NASCAR drivers because NASCAR fell off over the past few years. Not their viewership been down, all that good stuff. 
and apparently old boy and some other folks been bringing it back. And it's just a bigger deal because he black, basically, right? So shout out to him, man. And he he embraces it. And he got a lot of tweets on here where he just going in talking shit. And, you know, he's hand like, hey, I'm here. His tweet said, uh, there's only one driver from an African-American background at the top level of our sport. I am the one. You're not going to stop hearing about that quote-unquote black driver for years. Embrace it, accept it, enjoy the journey. That's from him. Sounds like a great guy to me. You hear what I'm saying? Shout out to that man. So, good luck to him, man. I never heard of him. I'm going to start tracking him, actually. And uh, we're going to keep that joint moving, man. Black Panther came out. Black people lit, having drum circles. We're going to have a drum circle in the middle of this damn NASCAR infield going on now. Right? We about to pull up on NASCAR, too. Y'all know we always win at everything. <laughs> But yeah, man. So that's that should be good. I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to start following that, John, man. So that's that's cool to see that. But yeah, man. So you know, last thing I'm gonna touch on right now on this episode number two, real quick, is on this food, man. Is and the real thing I have to talk about is, is steak. Okay, because it's my birthday month, and during my birth, you know, during everybody's birthday month, people usually offer you food. They offer you to cook you some food or take you out to eat. For whatever reason, that's tradition. You know what I'm saying? So I always opt for steak, you know, especially when it's, if it's free. I'm going to give me a good steak. You know what I'm saying? So I, whole time, I need y'all to really stop ordering well-done steaks. I'm not going to really preach about it right now or none of that stuff. But just note two things, man. When you're looking at a medium or a medium well steak, that's not blood that you're seeing. Okay. So get that out. Once you get that out of your head, you'll be fine. The flavor that you'll get from the medium and medium well steaks will make you appreciate the fact that somebody suggested that to you. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to call me or send me an email and be like, thank you, Cousin Cornbread, for changing my life because I was eating well done steaks and now that I've seen the light. You understand me? That's what's going to happen once you take my advice. Once you get past that, you'll figure out that you've just been living life wrong the whole time. As far as steak, as far as steak life goes, hey, stop that shit, man. And y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna have me out here watching what the health. I'm not. I don't need that negativity in my life. Okay, I'm not gonna watch it. I refuse. I know it's bad. I know shit is bad, but y'all not gonna make me feel like an asshole or terrible or whatever. Not today, not this month, not my birthday month, not Black History Month. Are y'all serious? Shit, I lost y'all mind, man. <laughs> but look, I'm going to let y'all go, man. Make sure y'all keep tuning in to Sex Travel, Sports Food, with your host, your favorite cousin, Cornbread, on ANDS Radio. That's Ain't No Damn Station Radio. And y'all can get all the episodes on CousinCornbread.com or SexTravelSportsFood.com and holler at your boy. Get on all my social media. I'm Cousin Cornbread on all social media platforms. Find me. Holler at me. Tell me you like the show. Tell me it sucks. Tell me you want to do an interview. Tell me you want to do whatever. 
or tell me whatever information you need to give me, where to get a good steak, whatever. All right? I appreciate y'all once again, man. Sex, travel, sports, food, episode two, log out. Fuck that bitch, make it flip, make me rich Get that dope and bacon so I show you how to cook that shit Old schools, new jails, real talk, wise tales Two generations building doors with these cocktails Flush them guns, count them ones, kill them all, make them run Penitentiary full of sons who swore that that shit was fun No CEOs, just appointments of CPOs And trips up dark roads with the highway patrols Now is this really living, nigga? Shining on the grilling, nigga? Or should I accidentally, nigga? Looking down at pity, niggas Advanced degrees and business meets Playing the secret features, brand new house with no housekeeper, brand new rims and Nike sneakers, managing the streets, or your man is to your couch, you in the mental cage, you gotta make it out, what the fuck is that about? Self-degradation, Chang ain't low, you holler, shaking. Y'all ain't real, so I'll keep faking. Time running out, I'll lose my patience. See it on the TV screen. Money, sex, and murder scenes. Had to get you plenty green and access to exotic things. Do you have your own opinion? Broke ass niggas, steady tipping. GPAs is steady slipping. Mo' black blood is steady dripping. I ain't tripping, just creeping slow. I shed tears for my black folks. I shed tears for black widows and torture souls behind tampered posts. Agendas, both face lies. One more news, my family ties. Ships that sell and families cry. Must be wrong if they ain't why. New recruits from a hood to you. It's so good to pay for school. Don't be that fool that make that move. Democracy with tyrant rules. So it ain't no peace. We got more enemies. WMDs, but it ain't no leads. We won't stop till the oil's free. We won't stop. We need more colonies. Officer Lee sitting alone on the couch. Her heart out. Pizzle in his mouth. Cops fill the house. Shots ring out. Her nigga shot. What the fuck is that about? I just be thinking before I open up my mouth. What the fuck is that about?